Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Smashpod Royale. Oh, oh. 007 times more exciting than your wildest dreams. The creative skills of the cinema's master filmmakers. We'll hit the rush hour. If you think you know your Bond, think again. This one's different. This one's got heart. I love you. I know I'll never find another girl like you. Can you marry me? Diamond of life. Two one four. All the vicious things love Hello and welcome to Smash Pod Royale, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy, hate or aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. This week we'll be talking about love. Well, arranged love for financial gains. And we'll have all the time in the world to chat about it. Well, not literally. Yes, it's on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And joining me to flick through a dirty magazine while we wait for a safe to crack is comedy actor Rosie Holt, who can be found on Twitter as Rosie is a Holt. Hello again. Hello. You're back. I am. I'm so back. By popular demand. You, yes. You, you, you weren't cancelled. <laughs> That's really good. Some guests get cancelled. Do they? Yeah. Oh, God, it's so cancel heavy, isn't it, this <laughs> culture? Everyone's so woke. They are so woke. I'm so asleep. <laughs> Didn't what didn't you get accused of something recently? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark with my children, and I got accused of being a racist. Yeah, I mean, I've I've wondered for some time. I am very yeah. racist. Yeah, I try and keep it quite hidden, but I think this day and age, it pays to be a racist for a short time. And sometimes it comes out, namely on Twitter. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think if you study the model for being a racist, you get about a year of lots of money, and then you lose your house. <laughs> Is that what happens? I think that's what happens. God, what an unfortunate model. Yeah, I know, but for that year... I just think it doesn't pay off. Make hay while the sun shines. It's a bit like a pack with the devil, isn't it, Faustus? You get a bit of great times, Mm -hmm. and then it's bad. It was was bad for a long time. Yeah, but that little good time is great. You get your own bus. That is really nice. You get to go around America and go, racism. 
And then you think, who cares about the future? I've got a bus. That's and then it. before you know it, you're rotting in hell for eternity. Eternity. But yeah. then you can say, well, while I am being prodded with a trident, <laughs> that year was great. I got to have Malibu. I had a really nice time. <laughs> it's like posh lilt. <laughs> and I got to have gold things. Yeah, oh yeah that's what happens I when you're really raising. Li- I don't, yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't like gold primarily, but I'd like to have gold things. I like the idea of having gold things, exactly. but, but you're right. I don't know. I, I've got some gold. They're not real gold. I've got some goldish hoop earrings from Primark that were only one ninety nine. They're from Primark and they're not yeah. real. No, they're, I know. <laughs> Absolutely shocked. I know. Mine are all from Elizabeth Duke, of course. Oh, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> that's where they go. <laughs> so you are you were in the category of Bond films. You'd be someone who's not particularly asked about them. Yes. But you're a lady. I am a lady. And ladies like love stories. Yeah. And this is a love story. I know it's nice. It's like um, Jane Austen. It's it's exactly that's gun. what I thought when I was watching it. I was yeah. like this. It's just like Jane Austen. <laughs> had you seen it before? <laughs> no, my first time. Mm. Yeah. And did you enjoy it? Um, I had mixed feelings about it. Mm. I mean, George Lazenby, poor George Le- I mean, he's so rubbish. And I think it took me about half the film to get over the fact that he was really rubbish yeah. before I could kind of appreciate the film on its other merits. He's a male model. I know. And I and also, I, I looked and I he hadn't done any acting before then. No. Nope. So it was a bit mean. He was a used car, car salesman. Then he was a model. Yeah. And then this was his first gig. Yeah, I think that's a bit mean. I mean, what were they thinking? I think he fooled them in auditions and was so smooth and suave. They and thought, they thought, oh, he's sexy. Yeah. Well, he's quite sexy, need. though, isn't he? We, he's a bit like... It, I mean, he, he's good looking, but mm. I think he... His acting is so bad that he stops being sexy. You mean he's like a bit of a Zoolander? He is. He's a like bit ridiculously good looking. He's ridiculously good looking. <laughs> yeah. And he looks so uncomfortable. Yes, he does. He's a bit yeah. like you know. Do you do you watch um, BoJack Horseman? No. Okay. Well, there's, there's this um, there's this joke in BoJack Horseman where her his ex girlfriend has a new boyfriend. Right. And she introduces him, and he's actually clearly three kids standing on top of each other in a jacket, <laughs> and. And um, everyone goes, um, oh, my God, this guy is so great. And Bojack Horseman's like, it's clearly three kids standing on top of each other in a jacket pretending to be an adult. Mm. And I felt that that was George Lays and me. Can we put that, he... put that on the poster? <laughs> so... I felt that thought didn't really make sense. But in my head, that's what, that's what happened. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll buy into yeah, that. Thank you. Um, but it's, it's a beautiful love story of a, of a man. Yeah, tell, offered... tell, tells a woman to keep it in line and she's like yes mm. and yeah and sad things happen they do don't they yeah. I don't want to spoil the end no, no not time no, no there isn't <laughs> we haven't got time um, so we, we start off because there was a lot of fear and trepidation around this time because Sean Connery's gone yes you're James Bond yeah so they bring in this new fella and you don't really see his face at first no he's like wearing sunglasses and smoking you're like I can see he's good looking mm. but can I see if he's... Is he seriously good looking? Is he seriously good looking? Mm. Yeah. And then you see him and you think, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, wouldn't kick him out of bed. No, you wouldn't, would you? Yeah. I don't think he'd let you. <laughs> From what, what I hear about him. <clears throat> um, so he sees a, a beautiful lady in a, in a, in a, with her top down. Yeah. The car, I mean. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> she's trying to kill herself. But in a cool, sexy way. She's yeah. wearing a floaty, impractical dress for suicide. Do you think she'd become buoyant? <laughs> 
<laughs> I think she would. And float. She'd eventually die of malnutrition. I don't. I really don't think she's thought the suicide through. No, I think all. she'd die of hunger and thirst yeah. in the sea. Yeah, it'd be really sad. It would, but then maybe that dress would get used in the navy. Yeah, I think it's a dress with many uses, mm. but not one of them suicide. I tell you what, ladies, I bet there's no pockets in it. Eh? Very true, John. Well noted. Thanks very much. I'm, yeah. I'm down with the ladies. That sounds awful. <laughs> no, good, good one for feminism. Yes, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, sisters. Yeah, good, all this, good all stuff. this way. That's why I'm forcing you to watch a film about a misogynist. Yeah, no, it's great. I enjoy uh, it. <laughs> so he rescues her, even yeah. though she, she might not even need rescuing. And then she sort of, she sort of gives up very quickly, and then sort of faints in his arms. Is that just from the whole shock of parading in the water with a dress? Tra- it's very cold, I'd imagine. Yeah. The trauma. Okay. Plus seeing how he's ridiculously good looking. <laughs> he is. He's just like, whoa. I mean, from experience, I know that if a lady thinks you're ridiculously good looking, she, they either she faints. They leave, <laughs> in, in my experience, or they faint, um, which yeah. I'm yet to experience. Um, so, yeah, he rescues her, but then he's they're attacked. Yes. By scary men. Which is all a bit strange. Yeah, we don't know what. Well, we do know later there's, on. There's a lot of... But even that, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that, but it's, a bit, it's all a bit woolly. It is a bit woolly. Yeah. Yeah, like Q's radioactive lint. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Um, but after a nice little fight scene, mm-hmm. we get the famous, this never happened to the other fella line. What do you think about that? I thought, oh, very knowing, wink, wink. Mm. Um, liked it. Uh, doesn't it... I mean, the, the delivery is interesting. I don't know. I mean, I, I just I just thought it was very like, oh, hello, I'm not Sean Connery. That's what it's doing, really, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. That would happen a lot more now if people didn't oh, yeah. have such reverence for James Bond. Yeah. And then you've got the weird credits. They're very weird. Yeah, they're very sort of cool Britannia. I thought to begin with I was watching the wrong version because it... But they look like they've been cobbled together. Mm. And they've got sort of um, kind of old callbacks to good... Bond films past, which I thought was unwise. I think that's them again being terrified and saying, don't worry, this is still... But here's some Sean Connery to calm yeah. you down. They, it's like they did in those... Um, didn't they, yeah, they did that in the last Bond film as well, in the last Daniel Craig. They showed bits the, from old I films. I haven't seen the last one. Which I have you? seen most of the Daniel... I've seen three Daniel Craigs, but there's four, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Soon to be five. See? Um, but what, Diana Rigg, though, she's a very pretty lady. She's also great. I mean, she's mm. really good in this film. Yeah. I mean, her character's weird, yeah. but she's she's great. She's mentally ill. Do you yeah, think? Well, apparently. But it's all a bit odd, and and it also it plays into this whole narrative that she's mentally ill until she finds a man who's going to dominate her and tell her what to do. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is how it works. She's more like quirky mentally ill. Do you know yeah. what I mean? She's like fun. She's not like the cool place. <laughs> not the cool place. The good place. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I sound like an old man. Um, yeah, she's quirky mentally ill. Yeah, she's quirky mentally ill. She's like, oh, no, don't worry. I'm not going to, like, yeah. sort of ring you incessantly and turn up at your house. Ha- Actually, maybe she would turn up at your she house. Really she doesn't say he's basic. She doesn't say that. <laughs> I wish she would. Which he is. Yeah, he's well basic. He is basic. Mm. Yeah. Especially in his little cardigan he wears later. I mean, he's got some interesting passion in the thrilly, the frilly shirt. I like the frilly the shirt. The frilly shirt. I'm Austin never... Powers has robbed us of the frilly shirt because I like it. Oh, of course. That's where Austin Powers got it from. Yeah, you can't wear them anymore without people sort of saying, yeah, baby. It's really sad, isn't it? Because frilly shirts otherwise would be all the rage. I think they're great. <laughs> they I were. do. You should wear more frilly shirts. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. I think you should. Yeah. Um, so, where are we? Um, the, be- we? the credits. Yeah, so we go to the credits. So after the credits, Bond is going out and he gets does this is where he gets bundled into the back of a car didn't 
is isn't no before that he sees um some breaths with the lampshade as a head isn't that before that hang on a sec i've lost where i am in my notes i was too busy thinking about frilly shirts no it's fair enough i mean frilly shirts really oh here we go yeah so after the credits bond is in his hotel yes and he comes to, and he checks into his hotel to get his usual room and then he goes down to the casino and tracy's there again the lady who tried to kill herself yeah and she's playing lots of cards, but she can't pay her debts. She, but she doesn't even play her. She just sort of swans by his table and is like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a stupid bet down." Mm. And you just see her breasts, and the lampshade is covering her head. Mm. It's, it's very provocative image. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I, I shall study up on. Provo- <laughs> I'm not a provocateur. Well, you didn't even notice. You were like, "Where's her personality?" All I see is her personality. Yeah, I, I don't see her breasts. I want to know what she's like in her head. I don't. Yeah. I don't care about her physical form. No. Uh, but he steps in because he's gallant yes. and chivalrous. Says, uh, I pay all her debts. She's with me. Yeah. And, and then she's, she's like, whatever. She, no, she's like, all right, then I'll have sex with you then because you've. But she's in that kind of like, oh, fine, I'll, I'll shag you then, fine. Well, before, yeah, but she then does this whole weird pointing the gun at him in her underwear. I mean, oh. there's a whole weird foreplay going on there that I don't really understand. Because he goes to her room, there's this guy there who tries to beat him up. I was wondering if she was like Princess Fiona from Shrek and at night time turns into a big man. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how he's going to have to deal with that forever. Because that would be quite the thing for Bond, wouldn't it? Like you caught this beautiful lady in the daytime and at night time you have sex with a big man. Yeah, He'd probably quite like that. the old medieval tale, that. Also, he has a little donkey (laughs) later on. Which really didn't work in this no, film. No, he, he was singing no. monkey songs. Um, yeah, he, he basically slaps her around, doesn't he? Yeah, that which is I felt was unnecessary. Very unnecessary, especially because he's already taken the gun from her. Uh-huh. So she, he, he sort of comes in the room. And she's there, like looking all sexy, and she's like, "Oh, I've got a gun." And then he's like, "Fuck you!" and takes the gun. I, I, she, he should have let her enjoy that moment a bit more. I felt so, mm. but also because she's clear. I mean. Thinking back, um, the only reason she's doing that is foreplay, right? Like, otherwise, why is she, why is she pointing a gun at him in her underwear? I guess that's sort of foreplay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's. I mean, that's how I start all my sexual encounters. Is there a page in the Joy of Sex where that man with a beard is getting a gun pointed at him? Yeah, I think. Is so. There? I think so. I think okay. so. I need to read back up about it, but mm. yeah, that's yeah. that's how it works. Okay, well, I'll remember that. Yeah, um, but. Don't try it at home. No, please no. don't. If you're listening, Any children. Words with some people with strict words and a safe word. Say what was a safe word? Be put the gun down. <laughs> the gun down. Well, that's the thing. He snaps her. No, no safe word. No. And she's like, ah, oh, okay. And then. Sorry, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> um, so they, she, she basically keeps saying to him, "This is a business transaction." Yeah, in her yeah. underwear. Yeah, which again is not it's very not sexy. It's foreplay. Yeah. It's not business transaction. Is it role play? Is she no. saying that I am? A business transaction. You are Alan Sugar. She, maybe that's what she's doing. She just hasn't been very clear about it. That's why, boys and girls, you always have to be very clear about the role players you're playing mm. and the rules and who's being what. Yeah. Who's who's going to be Alan Sugar? Yes. Who's going to be... A, the transaction. The transaction. Yeah. Who gets the gun? Who gets the gun? Is the gun important than the transaction? <laughs> I don't know. No, I have no idea. Uh, but they, they have intercourse, I, I assume. Yeah. Because he wakes up in the morning and she's left him. She's yeah. gone. Well done, Diana. I like that. Yeah, good. I also good think ball. he might be covered in mosquito bites because he wakes up on the balcony with no clothes on, pretty much. He does, yeah. You're right. I worry they about don't, that sort of They thing. don't show those kind of things in Bond, though, do they? No, I know, but I'd worry about that because if you go anywhere hot, 
at night time, there's mosquitoes everywhere. Yeah, that's so true. And then you'd be like, was it? You'd probably, it probably still would be worth it. You've would had it? sex with Diana Rigg, but then you're covered in mosquito bites. Probably is It's worth one it. of those would you rather things, isn't it? Yeah, I'd probably yeah. take that. <laughs> yeah. Something to tell the guys about, right? Uh, but this is when he leaves the hotel and he's grabbed again by that big man from the night before. Yes. And thrown into the back of a car and they've all got knives. Yeah. And he makes a little quip. I can't remember what it is. He says, fuck you, wanker. <laughs> fuck you, you wanker. And they're like, oh, Bond. <laughs> but this is where he's wearing that cardigan, the orange cardigan with the um, loop yeah, zip. I think it's really good that you keep drawing attention to his clothes because it is important that we look at his clothes as well as her clothes. We do, it is important because yeah. Bond is about satorial elegance. Yes, you're right. I think in this film it's a bit weird. He, well, he's trying out new things. I think he's got um, a bit psychedelic. And the thing is, if you're a trendsetter... Sometimes you sometimes you're gonna get it wrong. You are. And um, we've all seen those catwalks where they come out as bubble wrap or toilet brushes and stuff. Exactly. They're just trying it out. They're just trying it out. And this is you could say this is the most experimental bond in terms of um um fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because he's got like these drill drain pipe trousers as well. Yes. Which I think are orange as well. Yeah, he does and, and he has a pointy neck. Yeah, a polo neck and pointy pixie boots. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't notice the pointy boots. I think they're pixie boots. I can't believe I didn't notice the shoes. I Who always am look at I? the shoes. Am I even a real woman? You are not a real woman. No. Because at the end of the Shawshank Redemption, right? Yes. When Andy's walking back and Morgan Freeman goes, I mean, who who really looks at shoes? I always think I do. Yeah. I always look at shoes. John, I think that's wonderful. I like shoes. Yeah. Not in a weird way. No, not in just, a Tarantino no, way. No, just in a good way that reflects your deep, deep soul and yeah. um, emotional depth. I just like nice shoes. Good for you. Not in a safe word way um, a very beautiful friend of mine once said that the first thing she notices about a man is it's his shoes mm. yeah yeah I, with me it's their face is it no <laughs> it's their personality of course of obviously. course well, yeah. Yeah, like we say you'd have to know before you traverse the stairs down, downstairs you have to know what the attic's like exactly yeah. very true I haven't storage? heard that before but I think it's great I just made it up no, it's really clever and I think <laughs> you should write it in your next book I'm gonna is there storage is there space for more and the other cobwebs are the skeletons in the cupboards <laughs> you don't want too many skeletons you no. just want a little bit little corner too many skeletons though because that's not that means they've already rotted away so they're not going to smell no. oh that's true so you, skeletons aren't a problem dead bodies are you a don't, problem you don't want rotting flesh no you basically. don't that should be the expression no. has he got rotting flesh in his cupboard <laughs> dead skeletons you're like fine long ago oh. move past it yeah. alright yeah that's good that's good analogy actually because Thank skeletons you. literally mean that it's all in the past yes there's nothing. There's no substance there. It's just bones. And we've all got we've all got skeletons in our closet. I haven't got a closet. Have you? No. <laughs> they're just all, they're, they're just, just everywhere. They just come around with you. Sort of toss them around. Yeah. Yeah. Make a little funny routine out of it, maybe. Because <laughs> you know they've all got the strings. So they're all attached. Yeah. You, you could sing a song about bones. Oh, that's nice. And then fun. everyone sort of cries silently because they're like, "This isn't funny. This is just tragic." <laughs> that was my uncle. <laughs> I think more serial killers should do that. Put on little musical numbers. I think it's a really good idea. Serial killers, if you're listening. If you're um, listening, and I'm sure some of you are, uh, knowing my audience. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it plays to the people's sensibilities. Yes. Uh, they might be very uh, moved by your music. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he drives to go. And we think he's going to be knocked off at this point, yeah, don't we? we just don't know what's happening. And you get a dwarf whistling the theme oh, from Goldfinger. Which is nice. Weird. Yeah. Just weird. I just thought... Mm. Oh, that's nice. interesting. It's weird in two ways. One, he's whistling the theme from Goldfinger, mm. which is not... Uh, in Bond's world, that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. 
That was for us. Yeah, you're not right. Him. It's... Two, it's a dwarf. Why not get a real man? Also, you never not seen a real man. At all, oh, oh, God. Oh, cut it out, cut it out. Controversy. Um, also, you never see him again, really, do you? No, I think he uh, yeah. gave up, went home <laughs> to his tiny house. He was like, done of somewhere, sung, sung the theme tune. Yeah, off right. I go, back to go and live in my shoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here we meet uh, the... the uh, Tracy's dad. Oh, Tracy's dad. What an interesting guy. What a nice fella. <laughs> he just really cares about his daughter. Would your dad do this? Uh, my, my dad mostly just looks bemused. Mm. That's kind of my dad's parenting If he skill. saw that you were mildly depressed, would he offer a man a million pounds to marry you? No, he'd go, darling, darling, where are you sure you're depressed? I don't think you're depressed. No, darling, you're not depressed. No, you're not depressed. That's what my dad would do. Is that how he talks? Yeah. He's good. <laughs> He's He's yeah. really great. Yeah, he sounds it. <laughs> um, yeah, because I just, it's slightly problematic, isn't it? He says that her mother went to the, got lost, disappeared in the mountains. Yes. Who was English? Yes. English mother. English uh, mother. Important. Why she's called Tracy? Probably from Essex. Yes, I think so. Which I reckon her mum ran off with a Bigfoot. Because <laughs> <laughs> they live in the mountains. I think it? that was very much in the subtext. <laughs> it's yeah, they live in the mountains. Yeah. Who else lives in mountains? <laughs> You're right. Or the Unabomber. But he wasn't around then. He was very much the precursor to Bigfoot. Yeah, it can only be Bigfoot. Or the subcursor, whatever. Mm. The, yeah. um, but he says that uh, Tracy was married before to a count. I wasn't paying attention yeah. to that line. Didn't was it Dracula? Because he died. Oh, is that why she's so balmy? Or is that she, she's just balmy, isn't she? I think she's been... Can't say balmy anymore. She's... You can't say balmy. You have to say <laughs> she, mentally ill. mentally ill. She was proper messed up. Yeah. I think she was in the latter stages of ca- coming off blood addiction. Oh, John. Because <laughs> he's bitten her. She's into the old blood. Have you blood. ever written fan fiction no. for <laughs> Her Majesty's Secret Service? No, should I? I think you should. I think there's a lot here that people haven't really thought about before. I think you're right. <laughs> I think she'd been bitten by a vampire, Count Dracula, yeah. the best vampire. Yeah. He's like the king Yeah, of, the one and only. The one and only, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah, he's the daddy, isn't he? The others are just clinging women. They are. Well, they're all, they all come from him, don't they? Yeah. They, they are clinging women, though. They are clinging. They're all right. They're like, get a grip. Yeah. They're like, give me a baby. I just want to eat a baby. Do you think they just want babies? <laughs> well, they're just like, or, or a rat. What? <laughs> or like a pet. <laughs> they, they, they just, I don't know, I'm just thinking of the novel where there's lots of sad... It's, Vampire women who are like, oh, I just want to, um, I've got a baby. They don't, don't they eat the rats, though? Yeah, they just want rats or babies. I mean, they want humans, but they, they don't want to ask for too much because they're women, and you women aren't very good at asking for what they want because Especially of the patriarchy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the real villain of Dracula, of course. Yeah, of that course, is the subtext. Patriarchy. Yeah, definitely. Because even Jonathan Harker's part of the patriarchy. Yeah, he really is. Can't get away from that. No. And he knows where the bastard's buried at Carfax Abbey. <laughs> yeah, he d- yeah. It does. Too damn right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think her is Dracula. Mm. But um, so he says to her that she needs a man to dominate her, make love to her. Yeah, come on, Dad. What's that going? What are you doing? That's a bit embarrassing, it's isn't really it? Imba- imagine Can if you went to go if meet. You found out your dad had been saying that like, you'd like bloody hell. <laughs> or over the dinner table when you first meet her parents. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you found out, that's even worse. Yeah, that's really bad. So what did my dad say about me? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Also, Why have very, you got so much money? <laughs> it's very strange logic. Yeah. What do they mean? I, I just think, I mean, look, let's be honest, cards on the table. I don't think he <laughs> understands women. <laughs> also, what's very weird is you find, so at this point it becomes clear that his cronies, the, the men who keep trying to beat up Bond, yeah. are basically, I don't know, pr- protecting her. Yeah. So 
when she's going to commit suicide, they're like basically they're just being a bit slow. Yeah. So when Bond's trying to save her, they're he like, whoa, wait, wait for that. We're the ones who are going to save her and then they beat up Bond. Yeah. But how irritating if you everywhere you go, every time you try and like top yourself, your dad's friends come along. Or if you're on a date or something. <laughs> or if you're on a date. You could be in Pizza Express and they yeah. could be like on the next table just watching you the whole time. It's so rubbish. It would be. Or, I mean, just beating up your date. Always. Always. Yeah. I think it's very weird. I think he's very weird. I don't think we go into enough how weird it is. No, I just think he doesn't understand women because his first wife ran off with a big foot. Yeah. And he's obviously bitter about that. Yeah, that's going to hurt your feelings. Oh, I'd be really upset. Yeah. Because he's had, you know, they say about big feet. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> they say not the thing you were thinking. No, no. Oh. no I don't know what. I wasn't thinking anything. No, I know. No. I know. Um, but he wants him, he basically says, I'll give you a million pounds. If you fall in love and marry my daughter. Yeah, come on. I'd say... That's so embarrassing. I had sex with her last night. How much can I have, <laughs> can I have an advance? <laughs> What's that worth? How much is sex with your daughter worth? Or be like, look, how about we don't do marriage, but I do shag her a lot. A lot. <laughs> um, I, could, I could give her a pretty good time for a month. <laughs> so what's that? Can we have some sort of subscription? Yeah, mental. What is it worth, though? If a million pounds, is that presumably to give her a lifetime of happiness? But then, but, I mean, this is what, he hasn't really thought it through. Like, why does he think someone, she's going to be made happy by someone who's paid to marry her? Very weird. It is very weird. It's very much like the film in, um, uh, what's it called? The one with Robert Redford. Says, indecent Proposal. Indecent I think it is, yeah. I'll give you a million dollars for one night with your wife. Yeah. What if she's not very good? Oh, what if he's not very no. good? Well, that's the thing. What if he's got what in his bank account? Do- what if his bank account is one million and one pound? And that's the thing. I mean, do you write it in the contracts? Do you say if, if you're shit, yeah, then I want my money back? Yeah. Meanwhile, her husband's traipsing along the streets in a top hat. <laughs> that's what you do when you get a million pounds, isn't like, it? That is exactly what happens. Buy a top hat. Yeah. Um, so I've heard. Yeah. So Bond basically says, mm, "I don't know. I'll think about it." He's like, I don't need a million dollars. Yeah, he says, I don't need a million. In his rather strange accent, which yeah. is, because I know he's Australian, isn't he, George yeah. Lazenby? Yes. But he, I think, is he trying to do an English accent? I think a little bit. Because it sort of goes, it's it sort of goes a bit like this. It sort of ends up a bit sort of stilted. That's why you're an actor. Thank you. I always like it when I have actors on here and they do accents and they do them <laughs> quite well. <laughs> but it's quite, it's quite bewitchingly on. witchcrafty. <laughs> Smash Pod Royale. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Smashpod Royale. Yeah, he does. You're right. He falls into his his, yeah. his lilt, not Poor the drink. George. Yeah. yeah. Well, stupid George as well. What do you mean, stupid George? Well, the reason he didn't do any more, pardon the pun, is because his agent told him. So he says. Yeah. The bond was finished. And I thought it was just because he was really crap. No, they wanted to sign him to ten films. No way. They wanted I didn't to give him a million dollars. But he's so bad. Well, they liked him. Like, yeah. He, have we? Have we? We haven't got to the bit where he talks. He flirts with money, Penny. Yet have we? No. no. Okay. No, I'll, I'll reserve my comments yes. when we get to there. Okay. About George Lazenby's accent. He turned up at the Bond premiere with a beard and long hair. Did he look good in it? He did look quite good. Yeah. He wanted to be an Easy Rider. Films like that. Because oh. it's 1969. Did he ever manage to? No. Oh. He wanted to do acid and hang out with movie stars. Got to be careful with acid. You have. Yeah. Look at Brian... Um, acid. Pet, <laughs> say Pet Shop. Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah. Brian Pet Sad Shop. Yeah. Brian Blessed was... Brian, I don't think... Brian, Brian Blessed, I wouldn't be surprised if he had taken acid. Oh, he's done everything, yeah, hasn't I he? I think so. I've heard he's even kissed a lady. Really? He says yeah. in his he says in his book that he um, helped deliver a baby. Did he? I can picture that though. But God, what a frightening person to see when you're giving birth. Yeah. You wouldn't want Brian Blessed there. I mean, I love Brian Blessed, but no, not not when you, you know, getting one out. Getting <laughs> one out. Jesus Christ. That's, that's what they call um, giving birth amongst us women. Imagine who's shouting, saying. "It's a boy!" <laughs> it's a boy. It'd be quite scary. Yeah, no. Um, so Bond goes back to this is where he goes back to M, isn't it? Yes. And we meet, and he meets Money Penny. It's Money Penny, and they do some really awkward flirting because she she's great, Money Penny, brilliant. Yep, she is. Yep. But and she's doing some really good acting of like, oh, this guy's so sexy. I just love flirting with him. But he's he's so awkward. He's so awkward. He, it, like you, you, no. I remember. I mean. Not to make this personal, but I remember doing an... I had to do an acting scene with this guy who was playing my love interest, and I had to play like I was, like, really into him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was really good-looking, but he was... He had um, he had some kind of infertigo on his chin. Nice. Like, <laughs> like a skin thing. Oh, okay. And um, it was all I could see. And that's like George Lazenby, but his personality. Oh, good. It's just too much. It's just awkward and weird. And you're like, this isn't sexy. He's not sexy. I don't believe that he'd bed all these women. And mm. the money penny would want to sleep with him. Yeah. Because looks are not a laugh. He might have a nice bum. I think he he has a nice bum, but I think he's too awkward. And um, I do you know what, John? Mm. I I take back what I said earlier. I would throw him out of bed. Would you? Yeah. Wow. You heard it here first, everybody. That'll be in the papers yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Smash Pod Royale. Smash Pod Royale. He's being. He goes to see him again, and then yes. tells him he's being taken off Operation Bedlam. Which sounds like a soft play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because he because at the end of You Only Live Twice, Blofeld gets away, which yes. is the film before this. I think so I have seen that one, but a long time ago. Okay. Well, he's had years to find Blofeld, and he hasn't managed to. So, and Bond's really cross about it. Can So, bear with me, but mm. when he sees Blofeld, how does Blofeld not recognise him if he's seen him before? Because they both look different. <laughs> I don't okay. know. It's one of those it's like things. Doctor you Who, they've regenerated. Yeah, it's one of those things you just yeah. kind of go. Oh, oh, okay. oh. Um, but he goes to his office, and then we get another weird bit yeah. where he goes through his drawers 
not his pants, and takes out objects from previous Bond films. And the music starts playing themes from those films. And it almost feels like the, this album is not available in the shops. It's breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, it's just weird. Mm. And he decides to resign from Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, why? I didn't understand why. Because he feels that M doesn't trust him. Okay. So he goes back and he says to Moneypenny, take a letter, Moneypenny. So he doesn't say that. He says, take a letter, Moneypenny. <laughs> Take a letter, money penny. That's better. You'll have to be George from now on. Yeah. And uh, he tells he does a big speech about how the tell that walrus in there, bit rude. Yeah. That um I'm resigning from Her Majesty's Secret Service. She takes the letter. She looks a bit upset. Oh, she hands it to him. He takes it into him. Yeah. M looks at him without even looking up. Says approved. Signs it, and Bond looks absolutely devastated. Yeah, it's like when you dump somebody because you want them to say I'll be better, and then yeah. they don't. Yeah. I've been there. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> still time. There's still time. We have all the time in the world. Yeah. But it turns out Moneypenny's been lovely. She's typed a note saying he wants two weeks holiday. John, I don't pick up things. <laughs> I just didn't know that happened. It's a lovely moment because <laughs> M's being all cross and mean. Yeah. Bond's cross as well. Yeah. He gets the letter and he opens it and he says, oh, what's this? And she says, oh, I said that you want two weeks holiday. And he says... Money Penny, what would I do without you? And he leaves. Yeah. Then the intercom intercom comes on and goes, What would I do without you, Money Penny? <laughs> Which suggests he's having sex with her as well. <laughs> Poor Money Penny. Poor Money Penny. In for a penny. Oh. In for a pound, which sounds rude. Yeah, it does. It does. So Bond drives to Tracy's dad's house where they're having a party with the horses. <laughs> Not that kind of party. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's what I call a party. Yeah. 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 There's no party like it. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, but Bond, Bond turns, so Tracy turns up first, I should say. Yeah. In her, she looks like a kind of widowed matador's wife. She's got this kind of Spanish yes. hair thing going on. I love her style in this. She's got I curly sideburns. <laughs> Especially the curly sideburns. Yeah, she's absolutely stunning in all the way through this. Yes. She's great. I'd like to marry her. Would you? Mm. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Actually, her daughter's very nice. Um. Oh, Rachel Sterling. Yeah. Yeah, she is She looks nice. just like her as well. Yes, yeah, she does look like her. So, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd marry her. Okay. I think she's married to Guy Garvey. Is she? Oh. I didn't know that. Yes. I need to read up on my... I'm hoping she'll give him knowledge. the elbow and... Uh... <laughs> very good. Thanks. Put that in your new book as well. <laughs> I, I won't. Um, yes, so she turns up and her dad's basically like, you're really miserable, cheer up. Yeah. Cheer up, love. Might never happen. And um, he's got a new wife who's quite young. Yes. Oh, is that who she is? I thought she was yeah. just hanging around for shits and giggles. I, she, she might be. I don't know, but I think you're right. It's probably Maybe that's what he's wife. into. <laughs> um, and Bond turns up and she's livid. She's like, why is, what the fuck's he doing? She's here? like, why is he here? Yeah. That's going to be that's gonna be your new husband. Yeah. He doesn't say that. No. But it's, it's, it's implied. It's implied. And she runs off in tears. Before that, though, she goes, tell him what he needs to know, Papa, or you'll never hear from me again. Mm. Which I thought... Oh. It's very Jane Austen. <laughs> very Jane Austen. Yeah. He says, well... Well, it turns out that he knows about where Blofeld might be. Yeah. Because he's got a lawyer in Switzerland called Gumbold, who's been dealing with Blofeld. Right, he, he deals with exclusively with people that end in ILD. Brilliant. Yeah. I think everyone needs that lawyer. Gumbold, Blofeld. Yeah. Um, so he tells him about this link, and then she goes off crying, mm. and Bond goes and soothes her. He 
I liked that bit. I Isn't it, was it nice? nice? He basically just puts his arm around her and says... Because she's like, oh, God, he doesn't need to hang around now. Mm. He's like, no, I don't want to hang around because you're fun. She's, so far, she hasn't been that fun. No, she's she hasn't. Been, <laughs> she's been a right pain in the ass. <laughs> she's a bit, as shall we say, high maintenance. She's high maintenance. But then so's he. Actually, yes. no, he's quite easy to please, isn't he? Yeah, I think, well, as long as you keep in line. Mm. And yeah. also keep him interested. Yes. Sorry to be misogynist, but no, I, I, I th- think Bond's the kind of man I you'd have he, to... I think he is misogynist. I think the film's a bit misogynist, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, don't be stupid. <laughs> Oh it's just it a bit of fun. I don't really know because I'm just a girl. <laughs> well, that's why I wanted to have you on here because I knew that your opinions don't matter, ultimately. <laughs> yeah, I accept this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, they have a little montage, don't they? Yes. So oh, we have all the time in the world. Montage. Isn't it lovely? Yeah, the music. I have to say the music in this film is really good. It's amazing. It's really good. Mm, it's his best one, Yeah, I think, I think so. But they do horse riding. They do, yeah. Walking by fountains. Yeah. All the classics. Laughing. laughing. They do a bit of laughing. All that's missing is them rolling down a dale. Oh, do you know what? They should have put that. Winton. Maybe that just didn't make the... <laughs> Maybe that didn't make the cut. I think it didn't make the cut because I reckon they got bruised. <laughs> what, rolling down Dale Winton? Rolling down Dale Winton. Because yeah. yeah. they didn't hear the Hazardous. beep. And he's dead. He, what? Yeah. No. Did you not know? No. Really, you didn't I know? I didn't know that. Dale when Winton did he is die? dead. A couple of years ago, oh, I think. Dale Winton. Yeah, I mean, I hope he's dead. They buried him. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's gone now, so they can't roll down anymore. Oh, then. that's really sad. That's why. Um, but yeah, she's. I think she's slowly warming to him, and vice versa. She's not even say. slowly. She's just there already. Mm. She, she, you know, she had a little cry at the the horses, and then she's like, "Bam! I like you." And then the next minute, they are in Switzerland in the back of her dad's car, mm. smooching in, with her dad in the middle. And he looks fucking. Li- <laughs> he looks fed up already. He just thinks, "Oh, what have I done?" I'm going to lose a million quid. And these two are unbearable. They really, they're like teenagers when you know, they, they discover like a snog. Yeah. That's all they want to do yeah, is completely. snog. Yeah. yeah. Put music on and snog. Yeah. So he's, he's livid. But they've gone to Gumbold because there's this link here. So Bond goes into the office, waits till Gumbold goes to lunch, goes in, gets his mate to bring him up a safe cracker, which looks like a fucking another building. Yes. It looks like a shower. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, I sort of zoned out in this bit. Yeah, that's easy to do. It's quite a boring <laughs> bit. The long and short of it is he breaks into the safe, but while he's waiting for it to crack, he reads a porn mag. Why not? Why not? Always time for a porn mag. He picks up a copy of Playboy. Yeah. And you see a bit of boob. Do you? Which for 1969 must have been incredibly... You should have been paying more attention. You should have been. Yeah. So, he finds out that Blofeld has been in touch with a... Man, Hilary Bray. Hilary Bray. Blofeld has been in touch with Sir Hilary Bray. See, this is really good you're telling me that because the whole rest of the film when he's pretending to be Hilary, I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And, and obviously I should have paid, uh, paid attention. You don't script. have to. I'm, I'm, this is my No, job. this is great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah well done. Um, but he wants, Blofeld wants to investigate that he, could, he might be a count. Yeah. A count. Or he'd be rude. Um, and he wants to find out because look, Hilary Bray does like uh, genealogy, coats of arms, that sort of thing. So Bond leaves the office, takes the porn mag with him and goes to see M at his house and say, I've got a link. I know where Blofeld is. And M says, I thought you were off the case. And he's like, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. So he goes to see Hilary Bray. Yeah. Who says to him, I'm quite happy for you to impersonate me. When did this happen? (laughs) (laughs) Just say yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. He says, I'm quite happy for you to impersonate me. I'm going to go off to Bordeaux and do some brass rubbings. Oh, 
okay, good for him. Which I think is a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, He's too. definitely going dogging. Definitely. <laughs> um, and uh, so Bond's like, okay, well, I'm going to... And then he goes to see him and says, look, I've got a plan. I'm going to go and see Blofeld at his house in Switzerland. Mm. I'm going to pretend to be Hilary Bray. I'm going to kill him. Oh, good, to, good for him. I think he says that. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah. So Em's like, okay, off you go. So he turns up at the station in Switzerland, dressed as Sir Hilary Bray with the little glasses on. And his pipe. And his pipe. And a very good accent, but is that... That's the real Hillary George Baker, the actor, is dubbing him for that entire segment. Oh, I did because I did think because at the beginning I was like, George Lazenby, I've I've uh, misjudged you. Get what back in great, the bed. What great, <laughs> get back in the bed. <laughs> you can come back. Ooh. What great voice work! But actually, it wasn't his voice. Just being dubbed. I don't like it. Do you not? Do you not like it? <clears throat> well, no. it's probably because it's not his voice. It's, it's it just it's odd. It's odd. It's also again, it's not very. I mean, they all the girls still find him sexy in it with it in the film, don't they? With his yeah. silly accent. Yeah. Yeah. But he's met at the station by Irma Brunt. Yes. Who's a very large, not large, what's the word, heavy set woman. She's basically not Bond's type, I think is the is the way to put it. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so he, he's met by Irma Brunt at the, at the station. And uh, when he's in the boat, because he's trying to be impressive. Yes. And uh, an expert. He says, Irma Brunt, it's a nautical term, you see. It means the baggy or swollen parts of a sail. I didn't know that. And I thought, well, that's nice. And you're just calling her a big fat bag. <laughs> Way to impress a lady, isn't it? Um, but he's basically boring them because he wants to have the cover that he's a very boring man. Yeah. Which, if I was Hillary Bray, I'd be quite offended by. Yeah. I'd Hillary say, well, if Hillary's Mind probably on he's gone off to rub things, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> but he's probably thinking, this is great because he's going to go up to that place. He's going to shag about. Yeah. And then after they're going to go, Hillary Bray, he's what a top, rogue. Sh- top shagger. And I'm going to get loads of shags when I get home. But no, he's going to be really boring. Yeah. And everyone's going to say Hilary Bray is very boring. But they're still, the women are all still winking at him, aren't they? They are. They're all like red head, well, can't speak, leg rubbing. They're leg rubbing. They're, they're it's like they've the never signs. seen a man before. Yeah. Certainly not a man of George Lazenby's well, calibre. The, the women, the women <laughs> it's a bit odd, isn't it? Because yeah. it's a bit he, culty. He comes in and all the women are like sexy. And they've got little saxophone music. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy women to saxophone music, and um, it's very ethnically diverse, which yes. is nice. Um, and they've all got allergies. They've all but got they allergies. they don't have puffy faces, all the things that happen with allergies. Well, they're no, because they're being good. cured, aren't they? Being cured. Rosie doesn't like chickens. Oh, yeah, she's allergic. <laughs> I thought you meant me. Oh, no, sorry, yeah. I was like, I have nothing against chickens. No. Um, yeah, she doesn't like chickens. No. Um, but since she's been at this place, she's been all right. She's like, fine. So they haven't got any chickens. Yeah. That's the cure. <laughs> just don't go near any chickens oh thanks thanks doc yeah it's a little bit strange yeah they've all got allergies but they're the cover for Blofeld here we don't know it's Blofeld yet even no. though we do know it's Blofeld is that he's uh, working on a cure that cures all allergies yeah he's got like a lab only see sexy women that's a good plan yeah I mean it's not very forward thinking in terms of being progressive like, if you're an ugly woman you're, 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 you're on your own yeah go and fuck a chicken I don't care <laughs> I want buttes here Bloke, no thanks. Yeah, exactly. If there was one man there, though, he'd be having a time of his life, wouldn't he? Well, why Why was just Hillary invited? Do they think he's gay? No. Do they think he's gay? I think they do think he's gay. Because they keep implying, like, oh, I didn't know you were interested in women. Mm. Interesting. Because he's there to give the count, to tell mm. the count about how his claim stands up in terms of genealogy and all that. Right. So, 
there at the dinner table. And that's when Rosie, not you. Other Rosie. Other Rosie writes her room Northern number. Northern Rosie. Northern Rosie. Yes. It's good again. Thank you. Writes her room number on his thigh yeah. with lipstick. Which I'm could not, easily have rubbed off. I'm sure it did later. Yeah. He said he has to, uh, he's getting a little bit of a stiffness. Yeah, very, very clever. Very so, knowing. Talking about his penis. Yeah, that, yeah, I think I got that. I was like, oh, yeah. 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 Noted. But basically, Bond abandons all thought of the plan here and just thinks I'm going to have sex with loads of women. That's, a, that's his fatal flaw, isn't yeah. it, Bond? Yeah, because yeah. he works out. Achilles heel. Because they're basically like, you're locked in the stream, you can't get out. Yeah. And he's like, well, you fucking trying to stop me. Yeah, he's like, I've got women to shag. And he figures it out. Yeah. And he gets out and he gets in Rosie's room. He does. And she's like, oh, great. Mm. <laughs> I, I thought she was in the room. Um, <laughs> and, and, and they have a little chat and then it turns out that at night time, Blofeld has like a kind of pirate radio station <laughs> yeah. where he plays music to them all. Yeah. Here's one for all you truckers out there, he says. And he puts on this hypnotising hypnotism tape. Yeah. And she's like, go away, James. I'm thinking about chickens. Yeah. Yeah. As we all do at sleep. That's fine. But also he's got the thing later on where he gets back into his room and there's another lady in there. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he's irresistible even when he's playing boring Hillary. Mm. Well, look, he, he's, a, he's a specimen. Yeah. I'd like to see this film play out if it was like a fat bloke. That it wouldn't that wouldn't be a film. No. It would be a sad short film that everyone went, It's interesting, but it didn't work. If it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm. Would, wouldn't work. No. And that's end of part one of this episode of Smirchpod. We'll be back later in the week with part two. So please stick around. But in the meantime, why not like, subscribe, review, enjoy, share, tell everybody you like. And you know, why not even buy Thunderbug? Hey, why not? See you next time. Oh, hello you. My name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives. So they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, Dave, were you yawning at the start of that sentence then? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Ruler Threes, your Brian and Rogers, your musicals, your bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting because, let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bill. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Great Big Owl. Oh,